0: This isn't what it looks like. Secret series by Peyton. Go ahead. That's your cue. Okay, you're stalling this. Book number four. Book, run! What? Three, run, four! Okay, chapter eight Heist. We're on page 189 help as max Ernest ran screaming through the 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 familiar doors of an emergency room he was overwhelmed with the flood of memories he felt almost sentimental that he remembered the first time that he'd come in for a slurpee induced brain freeze so intense that he could be convinced that he had frostbite of the perennial lobe the night he forgot that he'd eaten red beets and was so alarmed by the color of his pee that he called 911 and started dictating his will and testaments on the phone to the operator. The supersized genetically mutated head lice that turned out to only be cookie crumbs on his pillow after a midnight snack, the extra strong poison oak which he had certain had spread from the outside of his liver to his kidneys, the splinter that he was that he was positive was tapeworm, the hiccups that he proved were lung disease, the runny nose that meant that he had a cerebral hemorrhage, the athlete's foot that indicated an incipient skin cancer or possibly elephantitis. In the past, due to frequency of his medical complaints, Max Ernest had been accused of such things as paranoia and hypochondria, not to mention alarmism and hysteria. But there were other ways to look at it. He decided that he, as he ran through the door, a blur of fluores- fluorescent lights, hobbling patients, crying babies. What all his ailments had in common was that they were products of powerful imaginations. He had a surplus of brainwaves. According to Benjamin, that was the problem. And remember we're we're reading in the morning and when we read in the morning I have to take coffee drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If I was um Max mm-hmm. well, Max Ernest, mm-hmm. I would drink orange juice and then um chew up some um um honey huh? oats cause mm-hmm. then it would look like throw up. That is foul, whoever told you that. Wow. You too. Oh boy, of course. It's a good thing that it was too because he would need to summon all of his paranoia power, paranoia power in the next few moments. Only a true superhero of hypochondria, a master presenter of medical symptoms, a world-class warrior, a true warrior of words, could create an emergency as big enough to draw the hospital staff on the floors. Help! 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 He screamed again and again at the top of his lungs, grateful that he no longer seemed to have any trouble exercising his vocal cords. And then he dropped on the floor, writhing and flailing his arms. As soon as the first or- orderly rushed over, Max Ernest started fluttering his lids and looking upwards, so that the whites of his eyes showed only. And then, the peace de resistance. He bit down on his tongue, on his mouth, and erupted with foam. Watching through the window, Benjamin smiled. Max Ernest was a skilled actor. Though not Benjamin reflected it with satisfaction as a skilled actor, Benjamin himself. Because remember, Benjamin's an actor. Turning away from the delightfully comical spectacle of Max Ernest's stage epileptic fit, Benjamin walked quickly towards the hospital's main entrance. Inside, a light was flashing over the front desk. The nurse behind the station stood there with with her back to the door, listening to the intercom. All available staff to emergency, please, all available staff. Quickly glancing around the room to confirm that it was an incoming, uh, empty of incoming patients, the nurse left her post and rushed off in the direction of the emergency room. It was just as they'd planned it. Or rather, just as Benjamin had planned it, there were one or two key parts of the evening's agenda that all had conveniently failed to mention to Max Ernest. If it all went swimmingly, Max Ernest would never know the import- what important moment he was missing, not until it was too late anyways. Consulting Max Ernest's scriptitiously detailed map, Benjamin proceeded towards the third elevator on the right, the one marked P-I-C-U. Thank you, Max Ernest, he thought, and... And to think I'm supposed to be the one helping you. Oh, God. Is Benjamin Blank... This is not Benjamin Blank. I feel like he's like a redo. Um, I'm one supposed to be helping you once this is all over. I'll have to send you a present. Some new magic tricks, perhaps? He, he had a hunch that Max Ernest would soon be wanting nothing more than to disappear in a puff of smoke. Poor Max Ernest. Now, three minutes later, two old order... Orderlies and a doctor were standing in a circle around the tragic ill boy lying on the floor. Would be parents in waiting rooms and chairs with a mixture of curiosity what is wrong with that guy and resentment? Why is he getting so much attention when I've been here for three hours? Yes, that's right. I'm having chest pains and shortness of breath, gasped Max Ernest, wheezing noisily. It's very, very short. See? He knew that those things were supposed to command the most immediate attention in the hospital but for some reason the doctor didn't seem to see it that way those aren't necessary symptoms of epilepsy said the doctor regarding him skeptically from above i know what's unrelated my asthma combined with an allergic reaction i think to what vinyl it's the vinyl flooring see you're having an allergic reaction to the floor here yes the floor is highly toxic i think you should consider replacing it that doesn't explain why you're here in the first place. What were your reaction anticipatory? Max Ernest nodded vigorously. Well, that and the fact that I was undergoing cardiac arrest. The doctor leaned towards Max Ernest's pulse. She put a stethoscope to his chest and listened intently. Max Ernest breathed in and out as fast as he could to no avail. The doctor smiled standing. Well, you can rest easy. I'm very confident you're not having a heart attack. Oh, that's just because I have white, I have white coating syndrome or white coat syndrome. You know, when you see a doctor and the, and then suddenly your symptoms disappear, but then they come back when the doctor's gone. Actually, white coat syndrome is otherwise known as white, quote, hypertension is almost the exact opposite of what you're describing, said the doctor smoothly. It's when the sight of a doctor induces high blood pressure in patients who otherwise... Exhibit normal blood pressure. For some reason, I don't think that that's your problem. Max Ernest silently cursed himself. How could he have gotten that wrong? That was so unlike him. He must be nervous. I think the only white coat we need around here to put on you. I think the only white coat we need here is one to put on you. The doctor gestured in the orderly. A straight jacket, please. Max Ernest turned pale. He knew all about straitjackets from reading biographies of Houdini and other escape artists, and that's how he knew he wouldn't be able to escape from one. I'm not crazy I have Munchausen syndrome, he said, desperately referring to the medical disorder that consists of fabricating medical disorders. I can control it, I promise. You have no more Munchausen syndrome than a munchkin in Oz, declared the doctor, towering over Max Ernest. The nurse from the reception area strode in. She looked down at Max Ernest in surprise. Max Ernest, what are you doing here? Are you okay? Max Ernest jumped to his feet. Nothing. It's nothing. I'm fine. Now waiting for a response, he sprinted towards the exit. Taken by surprise, the nurses and staff watched him go for a moment before running after him. Hey, we have to be fast, Max Ernest, whispered, entering into Cass's room. Benjamin, can you hear me? Benjamin, who had been leaning over casted, straight up startled. His monocle fell to the floor, fumbling. He picked it up and restored it to his place, covering his eye. Sorry if I scared you, Max Ernest continued. They figured out I was faking. Even though they figured out I was fake faking, faking, like I didn't even, like that I didn't even have real Munchausen syndrome. Like it was a fake Munchausen, which if you think about it, is fake, fake syndrome syndrome always? Anyway, they'll be here in, a, in any second. He stopped seeing Benjamin's expression. What happened? Is she okay? Were you able to see inside her head? Yeah, for a second. I almost saw Benjamin seemed to be in some kind of a trance, as if still half inside Cass's mind. I almost, I almost reached her. And then you, he trailed off. You mean you? Wow, that's great, said Max Ernest, excited. If all the nurses... If I stall all the nurses for another minute, would that be enough to reach her? He's trying to learn the secret. That's what, he's not trying to help her. Wow. Benjamin nodded, staring at Cass. I think so. Okay, well, maybe I can just run around the floor and make them chase me. How about that? Yes, good idea. Max Ernest hesitated in the doorway, staring at Benjamin. He was thrilled that Benjamin was on the verge of success and yet felt strangely uneasy. What did you see before or almost see? The secret, Benjamin, said Benjamin softly. The jagged line of Cass's heart monitor reflected an eerily monocle in a moving crack in the glass lens. She was thinking about the secret. I could tell I was so close. The secret? What do you know about the secrets? Asked Max Ernest, his guard immediately up. Oh, I don't know about it all, really, said Benjamin. He quickly looked up at Max Ernest, regaining his composure. It's just that I could, couldn't help picking that up from you. When I was looking, uh, I couldn't help picking up from you that Cass was looking for the secret. A secret, I should say. There are so many secrets in the world, after all. Right, I guess I should have tried to hide it more, Max Ernest said. But it couldn't try and hide it, my mind. Couldn't be that transparent, he thought. Perhaps, but I would have never seen it anyways but you you said that you never look into people's minds without asking max ernest thought but he didn't say it out loud out loud now go said benjamin no longer in the trance-like state he appeared completely alert and on edge i need to be alone it's very important max ernest stared at his friend or rather the boy he thought was his friends he couldn't trust benjamin he knew now he knew it now with certainty um you know what i don't think there's time after all the nurses are going to be here any second We'd better get out of here while we can. Just give me one minute with Cass, old chum. I'm afraid I am afraid. I really must insist. Let me worry about the nurses. Benjamin took a step Mac- towards Max Ernest. It was clear that if Max didn't leave, Benjamin was prepared to push him out the door. No, I don't think so. Max Ernest started looking around the room for an object, a broom, a mop maybe, in which to protect himself if- and Cass if necessary. Max Ernest, what's going on? I need an explanation or I'm going to have to call security right now. The boys turned. The nurse from the reception was standing in the doorway, her hands on her hips, the janitor behind her. The jig, they say, in a crime business was up. Three minutes earlier, Max Ernest could have been bitterly disappointed to see them show up. Now he was relieved. Sorry, wrong room, said Benjamin quickly, looking for my granny. He rushed out without looking anyone in the eye. Max Ernest was unable to leave quickly. He had to take a hospital. He had to talk to the hospital administration first. Thankfully, the nurse persuaded the hospital not to press charges, and some had wanted, or even to have Max Ernest committed into a mental ward. Others had suggested grief over Cass. She said was responsible for this crazy, crazy behavior. Nonetheless, Max Ernest left the hospital totally despondent. Time he knew was running out, and he seemed. Further away from saving Cass than ever, and yet when he got home and saw Yo-Yoji's email, he was flooded with relief. While Cass's contention condition was co- was conditional, at least one tragedy, a potential drastic one, had been averted. As it turned out, Max Ernest had been right not to trust Benjamin, more right than he possibly could have known. From Oh Noah's Yo-Yo at blah, blah 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 dot com. It's Y A H. It's 5X's, so I think it's Yahoo. So, oh no, it's yo yoyo at yahoo.com. I think that's what it is. Look, it's, it's X'd out like you can't see it. Can't see. Oh no, it's yo-yo. Dude, you better read this right now to M-XXXXX. Okay, it's a bunch of jargon, but here's the deal. I think they're going to decode it. I literally have no idea what it says. It says... J- Nope. I can't even read that out. It says Jeffis Lo U Q- um, R Well it's in code, so you're not gonna be able to read it. Myif- oh. Lord, oh my god, that looks like Payne Jane kinda. pay Jane. <yout probation> like Lori. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, Lord pay Jane. <laughs> but Lore Pharaoh. Where? It says Lord. So it's probably Lord Pharaoh. Yeah, but there's only three letters. Yeah, but I don't know. Here's the deal. Let's scooch. Let's scooch to the next chapter because it's probably on the one after this. Because guess what? I think mean, it's Lord Pharaoh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Wait. Where? Hold on, you guys. We're gonna do some investigating really quickly. Wait, go back to. Because I wanna know. Wasn't that she her What the heck are we? Wait, hold on. When are they gonna tell us about this? Wait, I'm going to go back I'll read it. I'm going to try and read it. It's, you're not going to be able to because it's... Okay, I'm going to take a little break while Peyton tries to decode this without the decoder.